the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Good day and whoa, where did that voice come from? Hello, good day and welcome to Rob Black and your money. Talking money, investing in more. Apple reported its fiscal fourth quarter results and issued fiscal first quarter guidance. Neither was seen as overly impressive. Apple stock down 3%. Apple didn't report any profit or revenue growth for its fourth quarter. That is not a big shock. Expectations ahead of that report was that they would not do that. But the headlines are kind of like, oh, no, they didn't report growth. First quarter of guidance is $76 to $78 billion, slightly ahead of expectations. Yet its gross margins guidance of 38 to 38.5 was below expectations. There was a lot of things to like in the Apple report. There was a lot of things not to like. We'll probably get to that a little bit later in the show. Um, keep in mind that Apple had risen 15% since early September, so expectations were high. A little bit of profit-taking, because Samsung phones probably aren't going to catch fire tomorrow, as they caught fire last quarter. Not catch fire like hot, sexy. Catch fire like hot, burning, blow up. So Apple's weakness has re- overshadowed some positives out there. Boeing doing well. Biogen, IDEC, Coca-Cola, Comcast, Exelon, Juniper Networks, and Northrop Grumman. All trading higher today after they had a good earnings report. The disposition could perhaps draw in some interested buyers. And the opening dip, based on a premise that Apple's growth issues may be more of a company-specific issue. You know, where do we go with the market at this point in time? Some people are starting to think the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates in November. When that happens, there's going to be some sort of shock. Whether it's positive or negative, it's going to change people's minds. Some others have talked about influences like a drop in oil today um, to $49 a barrel, under 50 That's been driven by a bearish inventory report out of the API, the American Petroleum Institute. There's a lot of angst right now on OPEC's Ballyhooed production cap agreement, which might not play out as advertised. 
So to make a case for why it shouldn't have to play along, there's a jump in long-term yields, um, which doesn't have a specific news driver, but it changes things ever so slightly. Um, new home sales report for September. That's out there at this point in time. New home sales. There's two types of homes, right? New and existing. Uh, new homes uh, construction tends to get a little bit more of a premium than existing. September new home sales are second best of recovery. New home sales median price was $313,500 as inventory is shrinking. New home sales were up year over year, which helps the overall housing market as we get to a point where supply and demand catch up and maybe get prices not skyrocketing out of control. Um, no major breakout, but it's there um, as far as the story goes. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. One area that's super expensive, more expensive than an iPhone, are babies. And we have to talk about babies on occasion. So the median price of a baby is super expensive. Ask any parent about the cost associated with raising a baby, and you get a lot of emotions. Having a child is a milestone for a lot of people, but it's also an investment. So a baby's first full year of life in the average American family is about $16,100. So you get a little sticker shock. It's like a little mini Tesla. Uh, parents need to consider that having a baby is a lifestyle change. So before you have a second child, before you have a first child, you have to think, am I financially prepared for this? Before you have a second child, are you financially prepared for this? You should save up some money before you have a kid. I know that sounds like a crazy concept because you're like, I want to have sex and make a baby. It's not, I want to save money, have sex and make a baby. Um... There's ways you can change uh, costs. Breastfeeding is less expensive than formula. Health experts say there's a lot of benefits. Uh, breast pump is pretty expensive. So I know you're saying, is he really going there? Yeah, you save about 60 bucks a month breastfeeding or $720 a year. Uh, there's disposable diapers. There's cloth diapers. There's cloth diaper services. Uh, the cheapest of which is cloth diapers if you wash them yourself. But then there's the washing costs. Um, there's baby food, store-bought baby food, 122 bucks a month. Homemade, $49 a month. Um, so there's ways to save money. I don't know if people are ready to hear that and think about that. Because baby is like a miracle, right? Baby, you're a miracle. I'm going to name you Miracle and I'm going to ruin your life. Not ruin your life, but I'm going to give you a name that every kid's going to tease you about for the rest of your life. Coca-Cola. I'd like to buy the world a Coke. Beverage giant Coca-Cola's third quarter revenue and profit. Um, we're better than expected. So they had some one-time moves that masked some underlying sales growth in its core business. Coca-Cola reported income of $1 billion for the quarter. Not bad. In North America, Sprite, Coke Zero, 
dairy drinks, and vitamin water helped offset Diet Cokes continue to slump. It's kind of interesting. Um, I think, I don't know, I feel like I'm admitting that I used to smoke. I didn't smoke, but I used to drink Diet Coke. And now when you taste it, it tastes like, like battery acid. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't taste good. Anyway, I know you're saying, back on track, Black, back on track. So Facebook, um, they've got some what are called chatbots, and a lot of banks are looking at them. So a lot of financial services are launching new Facebook Messenger bots to improve their customer service experience in an area where banks have often lagged. MasterCard unveiled a new chatbot for banks and merchants to help them drive better mobile experiences. So the bot, which launches at the first of next year, is nicknamed MasterCard KIA. So um, it's going to be interesting because now Facebook's getting into some other areas that's not Facebook-esque. Not even close to Facebook-esque, right? Facebook Messenger has over 1 million monthly active users and is already crowded space for Messenger bots. With more than 33,000 chatbots on the platform, almost 2 billion in online sales will be conducted by a mobile digital assistant by the end of 2016. So with 33,000 chatbots on their platform, with over a billion monthly users, they're going to do $2 billion online sales through digital assistance by 2016. So do you think of Facebook as a uh, sales company, online sales? You probably don't. So banks will monetize MasterCard's bot, which uses artificial intelligence to communicate with customers through text messaging and speech, or they'll integrate it with their own bots. Users connect their cards with Messenger app and can then ask questions about accounts, check purchases, and monitor spending. It's a pretty cool concept. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do mean that. I got to speak at the Quicken QuickBooks Connect conference yesterday, and uh, got to talk to a lot of good CPAs and entrepreneurs, and teach them a little bit about some of the strategies tied towards paying your employees. And your small business, it obviously is a big perk. Some big businesses have abilities to keep employees, you know, different than you do. I remember speaking at Visa last year, and all the employees were pissed that they don't get sushi like Google does. 
Sushi's a good perk. 6% match in your 401k is a better perk. Just saying. Uh, but sushi is a good perk. And uh, that is out there. So you decide what to do with that kind of information. So one of the areas that I want you to like, you know, continue to think about is retirement and what's mean to you. And one of the things that I'm pretty positive of is that more and more jobs are going to be marginalized, and that's going to hurt more people as they try to get towards retirement. If you take a look at cab drivers, who knew that in the last five years, out of nowhere, Lyft and Uber would, you know, crush that industry? It used to be a job that you could do, and it still is, but it used to be a job you could do. But now taxi driver has been replaced with Lyft driver and Uber driver, and Lyft and Uber want to have robots soon, so they don't even need you. Tesla wants their fully automated cars to drive you around town without a driver. So how about baseball? Take me out to the ballpark. Take me out to the game. The Cubs played the Cleveland Indians last night in the World Series. Historic matchup of two baseball franchises that ultimately have choked, have coughed it up, have booted it, have squandered it, have not had enough talent. The Cubs haven't been in a World Series since 1908. They haven't played in a World Series since 19, in 71 years. They looked a little rusty, to say the least. The Indians last won in 1948. But there's something that could happen as early as next year. Maybe not next year. Maybe the end of next year. There's a subsidiary of a company called uh, Sports Vision. They've got the technology to call every single ball and strike with near-perfect accuracy. That would be great. I think the San Francisco Giants got screwed out of game one with a couple bad calls in the ninth inning um, on a check swing. So... It's part of the game for sure, but instant replay has, you know, taken on the NFL pretty well and done good. We'll probably never rid ourselves of umpires, but maybe they'll be kind of like pilots. You know, you'll see the pilot at the front of the plane, but most of the flights are controlled by autopilot technology at this point. You can reduce umpires from key decision makers to caretakers at baseball games. Former Major League Baseball outfielder Eric Burns said, If you asked me before this season, I'd have said 10 years out. Now I'd say closer to five. Just a matter of commissioner and umpires union buying in. This is a similar innovation to autopilot. The union may not want to punch in coordinates and land the plane a few hours later, but we have the technology. Let's use it. So being a home plate umpire isn't easy. There's more than a handful of pitchers who throw 100 miles per hour, and you can barely see it. Major League best umpires are calling balls and strikes correctly 88% of the time. 88%, that's it. And, you know, seasons are won and lost on some of this stuff. Home team always gets the advantage. Research found that two-thirds of the mistakes go to the home teams. When in doubt, human nature tends to side with the home crowd. So just know that when you're at the game, you know, boo louder or cheer louder, whichever it is. Because there are some human emotions that tie into it. Phone call for P. Daddy Harmon. Who's on the line? Who? 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 Simon and San Mateo, or San Matteo. They just changed the name. How are you, Hello. Simon? 
Hi, Hello. hi, uh, Robert. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hi, yes. I have a question. I just wanted to know your opinion about McKesson. McKesson? Uh, McKesson. I'm just checking to make sure I'm hearing you great. McKesson? Yes. Okay, thanks. Um, hang up, because you're giving me a little bit of a feedback on the line. So let's see if I can't pull up some information fast for you. McKesson. Um, tick symbol MCK. Let me pull in one more thing over here. Okay, so McKesson. Um, currently, it looks like it's $158 stock. It's got a nice small dividend of just under 1%, but it is paying a dividend, so um, it's no longer a teenager. It's you know got a job, so to speak, and it's, it's pulling in some revenue. It's nice to see. Uh, in the last year, it's not done well. It started about a year ago at about 180, went to 200, now it's at 158. Taking a look at some valuations on it, it's not crazy, so that's good news. Um, CEO pay is large, but it's not so egregious that you, you know, Oracle's is so egregious with what they pay their executives. You always have to go, is that really a good idea? It's a pharmaceutical distribution company. I used to own, this was one of the very first stocks I owned back in the 19, early 1990s. It was back then, they were, they acquired a company called HBO, which wasn't HBO home box office. It was a, a drug distributor as well. So they do generic drugs, they do other healthcare products, they do practice management, technology, a lot of clinical support. Um, McKesson was founded, believe it or not, in 1833 in San Francisco. It's old. Um, so they're going to be at a lot of healthcare conferences. And that's always important for a company like this. Um, you know how Apple has their conferences that they announce new things. Uh, McKesson reports numbers on the 27th, so tomorrow after the market closes. But healthcare conferences are big for this company. One analyst just lowered the price target to 183, which is way up from where it is right now. A company called Mizuno, uh, Mizuho, they had a management meeting with the CFO, and they felt positive about the long-term outlook and refocused on the core drug distribution, but remained cautious on some recent changes brand price inflation. Uh, take a look at the EpiPen and you'll see the brand price inflation issues that are out there in medical devices and medical equipment. So McKesson, uh, the Department of Justice requested some more information about the company's contribution and sale agreement with Change Healthcare. So they've got a little bit of an investigation going on. That's a bit of a risk. When the Department of Justice asks for more information, I'd say until that's cleared up, Maybe you own a very small amount. That's not going to hurt your portfolio. But that's a little bit of a linger. But a lot of price targets right around the 185 level. 800-516-1220. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Black now, 
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Someday you'll grow up and then you'll forget all of the pain you endured. Until you walk by a sad pair of eyes and up will come back. Lower Gina Spectre. Plunging home improvement stocks bring up a question about the housing market. Where's Tim Allen when you need him? Whirlpool tanked 11% yesterday. Masco, which sells home improvement-oriented products like kitchen cabinets, paint, shower heads, things along those lines, windows. Um, they reported earnings that missed expectations. Home Depot down about 3%. Lennar, KB Homes, DR Horton all fell as well. There's some uncertainty over some dueling outlooks in the housing market. And stocks are telling us, and stocks look six months into the future, they're telling us, whoa, be careful. A lot of the stocks went in the quarter somewhat cautiously. And a lot of people are now seeing more downside risks than upside. So when Whirlpool goes down and Masco goes down, it's telling you maybe we don't need these items in our homes. But of course you need these items in your homes. You need kitchen cabinets. You need um, washers and dryers. So are the stocks overvalued? A little bit. Is housing assumed that it's just going to go up? And some people are starting to say, no, that's not necessarily the case. The macro backdrop is going to be a little bit lackluster. Hence the reason the consumer is lagging a bit. You can follow home builders as a group by following XHB. It's the S&P Home Builders Exchange Traded Fund. I recommend. Um, but to go contrarian, when it's going higher, it's telling us the next six months look good. When it's going lower, it's telling you the next six months are looking questionable. But if it's going lower at an all-time high, maybe it's a little profit-taking. If it's going higher at an all-time low, maybe it's a little value hunting. Let's bring in Tony Mendez and talk a little more real estate from BayAreaLoanSource.com. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Hi, good morning. Um, good morning to you and to you and to you. Um, what are you seeing in the world of real estate and mortgages these days? Um, I guess it's kind of, it's kind of hard to say. Uh, there's, it's, we've had a flat, uh, kind of a sideways movement in the mortgage rates. Okay. Uh, it's trending upward a little bit. You go back to, I think, July 16th or July 14th. We hit the bottoms of the year at, at the yield of 1.36. It's up to 1.7 approximately today. So it's kind of been that trend uh, over the last several weeks um, leading up to, you know, the anticipation of is it September, is it December, is it next year when the Fed rate um, hikes the, uh, the short-term rates. And um, and then you have Europe, the ECB is considering March as their deadline for their asset purchase. Is that going to get extended through the 2017 end of the year? So there's a lot of kind of weird things like that affecting mortgage rates. But as far as real estate is concerned, um, we still see things like rent going up 3.3% year over year. Um, places like Oakland are, are experiencing higher than average increases in rents, which, in, and all of this is leading towards a desirability for housing. Um, you said something earlier in the show, I was listening on the way down here about, um, no low income housing, uh, and that's pushing up inflation for people that state that 
stayed mm-hmm. in apartments and they're experiencing this higher than um, average rent increases with n- slow wage growth. So that's something that's really pushing people to um, look at housing and, and there still is a lot of interest out there. Uh, I believe it's still a seller's market. Um, yet in the higher end, I think there's a little bit more negotiations, a little bit less over asking price, maybe a little bit less multiple offers. Um, but I still see that real estate is a goal for most people. Um, I, I think people are grasping the idea that home prices in the Bay Area, especially the Bay Area, are going to have a little bit of trouble going down, um, and especially in the lower end price range. And it's sure. funny to say the lower price range, this is, say, 600 to 800, 900,000, which is affordable for most dual incomes in the Bay Area. Those prices can will hold steady. You might see it in the upper end over 1.2. They should hold steady. Yeah. Um, you know, pending any kind of crazy president or uh, crash in the market or Europe doing, it would, it would definitely take an event to get turnover. Yeah, inventory turnover. I, we just don't see that a, a 20% correction, maybe 30% correction. Those I think are over. How about if California raises taxes on old people? <laughs> inventory would go up. Or Prop 13. Yep. Goes so there's away. things that could happen. There are things that could happen. You get the Zika virus that attacks only people over 65. <laughs> or something like Isn't that. It, don't bird we already flu. have that bird flu? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you get the idea. So um, one of the things that I saw with low-income housing, obviously, and like you said, it's going to take some sort of event. But we have events here. We just haven't had one for a while. Uh, big earthquake. So big earthquake will get some of the East Coasters. Uh, and this is just me being egregiously stupid. It'll get some wives going, honey, we're moving. We got a six-year-old and an eight-year-old and a ten-year-old, and they're scared. I don't want the house to fall on them. And he'll he'll go, but honey, there's more hurricanes, there's more tornadoes, there's earthquakes in Oklahoma. Like, you're safe nowhere anymore. But I, I feel relatively safe here. And <laughs> <laughs> I think you live somewhere near the San Andreas Fault, which is a little scary. Which I saw that movie, and surprisingly for a documentary, it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. It wasn't a documentary. I, mean, I live near the Hayward Fault, and they... And it's the, the last few small earthquakes really shook the heck out of me. It is scary, but fun at the same time. Um, let's tell there's the big one. I wasn't here during the Loma Prieta, but um, I, I've heard a lot of people moved. My co- my cousins lived in San Mateo. They said we're done. They sold within like a month or two, and they were gone. Um, but you know, without any kind of major event like that, uh, I really don't see anything happening uh, unless there's a bunch of layoffs and you know Facebook or Google or. Apple, something happens with the iPhone and they have to lay off a bunch of people. And I just don't see that happening. That's not going to happen anytime soon. So, Wages far, are, but again, growing. again, companies like Twitter have overdone it. And there's a venture capital fund that just got shut down. Um, and they're going to be investigated. So some of the venture money should start drying up. I think the cost of doing business in California is prohibitive. It's not what it used to be. The talent that you can recruit from Stanford and UC, unbelievable. Um, especially some of our other colleges tied towards mathematics. Uh, but at the same time, the cost of doing business, you're seeing more businesses start in Portland. So um, one thing, is her name Carla Gui? I don't even know how to say that. Um, I'll just drop it. So I don't think there's going to be a no, sequel. Her, her name is Alexandra. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tatario. So yeah. she was pretty much so worth the ticket price. So, But then again, a 30-year-old woman playing the part of an 18-year-old woman tells you what's wrong with America. Anyway, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. 
And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. New home sales markets grind slightly, slowly higher. Um, what else is out there? Coca-Cola's revenue up in the third quarter. Uh, feds are targeting non-compete clauses as unfair to workers. I like this story. I don't know if I like it in practice. You go to work for a financial services company. You build a book of $100 million while coming up with you know 50 names that your employer's given to you, and then you're able to quit, and you're not allowed to compete with them. You're not allowed to take those workers with you. Um, sometimes that's the case. Sometimes it isn't the case. depends on states and precedences. Um, long story short, um, that is what it is, right? Uh, should we allow workers to have non-competes? Should we not? Tesla made a big move on Uber last week. I was reading through their notes over the weekend, and it hit on me that Elon Musk said, you know, we're going to have fully autonomous cars. We're going to have cars that, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're awesome. Software updates, hardware updates. But there was a sentence that was missed. He said, you will also be able to add your car to Tesla's shared fleet, but just by tapping a button on the Tesla phone app and have it generate income for you while you're at work or on vacation, significantly offsetting and at times potentially exceeding the monthly loan or lease costs. They want to take on Uber. So Google's parent company keeps losing some pretty top-level executives. That is of note and concern. Um, Google changed last year to a new company name. They changed it to Alphabet. And when they did that, they brought in a CFO who's been fantastic, and the stock's hitting an all-time high pretty regularly. Part of that is they're asking some of these executives, we want some more transparency, and are you going to make money or not? Nope, not going to make money. I quit. Nope, not going to make money. You're fired. Nope, not going to make money. I quit. Um, so that's out there. Um, I don't know. 800-516-1220. Get calls on the air. Um, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's take a look at some of the other stories out there today. Um, Tesla is out there. We got that. We got Apple pretty big in the news. And, you know, Apple's news at this point in time, <clears throat> I think, is a tale of next year do they have a great phone to reinvigorate phones, but their revenues from um, services were record, and they look good, and they're incredibly profitable. When you go out and buy Pokemon Go Pokeballs for $9.99, and Apple's getting 3 bucks of that, that's a good business. Anyhow, and anyway, we'll take a break here. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, Ophelia. So anyway, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I didn't know much about budgets, investing. I didn't know much about interest rates. I knew almost nothing about the Federal Reserve when I was 18 years old, 19 years old. It was all lost on me. I was aware that those things existed, but it wasn't part of my acumen. A lot of people can admit that at 17, 18, 19. More, not more, but sadly there's more people who can admit it at 28, 29, 30. Most people don't have basic financial knowledge until they're, I think, mid-30s. You're just living life, you're enjoying. And one of the things I said earlier was, you should save money before having a baby. And like people don't think that way. A lot of people are concerned with student loan debt. When I was 18, 19, I was you know, struggling through college, just figuring out what I'm going to be when I grow up. Half of us can't come up with you know, two, $3,000 in 30 days at that age. There's no emergency fund. A lot of times there wasn't health insurance. I think it's an exercise in smarts to educate yourself. I've always been embarrassed to ask things until I turned 2021. 20, when I lost something called shame. I just got to the age where I was just, I'm not going to be ashamed of anything. If I make a mistake, I make a mistake. Sometimes you take a pie in the face, sometimes you're hip deep in pie. I like pie. So I started asking, what's a credit score? How can you improve a credit score? Is mine good? Is mine bad? Credit scores are one of those things that lenders figure out whether or not to lend you money and what interest rate to charge you. And sometimes landlords decide, like, hey, he hasn't paid his bills. He's a deadbeat. As a landlord, I've said no to people who have had bad credit. So it's important, I think. You may disagree with me, and that's totally fine. Um, I remember the first time I heard of the concept of a 401k. I was like, what's a 401k? And I was listening to National Public Radio, and someone was talking about it. I didn't really know. And then you get the concept of, okay, you're at work and you're going to put your money in it. I'm like, is that a good idea to put all your money in one place? Um, and then you learn about mutual funds, loaded funds and, and funds that have uh, low commissions, no commissions, no costs, or low costs. And you kind of like start educating yourself. But it takes questions and it takes the ability to ask questions. I essentially tell people that I work for beer. Um, not so much as much as I used to. But if you want to talk money, if you want to talk investing, I'd, I'd love to talk with you. If you're afraid of asking anyone else, whether you're a single mother, I like single mothers. I think that's quite courageous uh, to raise a kid on your own, whether you're a single dad or a single mom. I think it's cool when I hear about dads who let their wives go to work and they stay at home with the kids. I think our society needs more of that, not only for the role models, in the, but the, you know, the broken expectations. Um, now, when sometimes you learn a company doesn't offer a 401k, you're like, well, what else can I do? Um, how else can I save money? And there are ways, self-directed IRAs, um, Roth IRAs, individual 401ks, 
A lot of people don't even know those exist, but they do. So, you know, you start learning about money coming out of college, maybe because you have student loans. Maybe because you go to the bank and you, you remember, like, wasn't there a movie about some, some guy going into a bank to get money for Christmas? I'm going to do that. And you go into the bank and you're they're like, well, fill out this form. And we're not going to give you a loan, but we'll give you a credit card. Should you get a credit card? Hell yeah, you should get a credit card. Credit cards aren't bad. I've got reward credit cards that you know, accumulated me $8,000 free dollars last year. But I paid them on time. So uh, one of them cost me $450 a year, but it gives me $300 of credit. In this case, it also gave me $1,500 of credit. Um, it also gave me, for the first year, $300 every year after. It gave me free TSA, which is 100 bucks. It gave me free lo- airport lounges, which I don't fly enough to really get that perk. But when I do fly, now, now knowing if there's a, a six-hour delay, I'm taken care of. Uh, not taken care of, but I'm better off than I was. So I think it's important that you kind of empower yourself to start learning some of this. And it's going to happen. You know, we're all going to die. And, you know, it's going to happen. And if you don't pay your taxes, you will be caught at some point in time. It's going to happen. It's tough to live off the grid, unless you want to be Grizzly Adams. I know for those of you under the age of 45, you're like, who the hell's Grizzly Adams? For those of you over 45, you're like, I used to love that show, but I bet it sucks if I watched it today. You're right. So do yourself a favor and start educating yourself. Go get a book on The Idiot's Guide to Money. Go get a book, you know, one up on Wall Street, start reading. I don't want you to agree with any of it. I want you to, like, soak it in and later in life, like, start saying this makes sense to me. Um, but don't wait till you're age 30 because then you've thrown away 10 years and you're way behind. And if you wait till you're 40 or in your mid-30s, you're probably going to work till the day you die. So have no shame. Contact me if you have questions. Uh, sometimes it takes me months to get back to you. Sometimes it takes me minutes Uh, I'll be honest, you're not paying me, so I'm going to do the very, very best I can. But if I'm on vacation, you're going to go to the bottom of the line. It may take me two to three weeks to get back to it. But I'm doing the best I can, I swear. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.